Well, welcome back to the Revenue Clinic Podcast. I'm your host, Tristan Sutton, your marketing strategist. And each week we bring you a expert or someone that's at the top of their game to help you cure your revenue ailment. So this week we got Mr. Warren Brown next to you. CEO, co-founder of She's Happy Hair, She's Happy Teas. Happy Tea. Yep. And then we got the trucking company. GGB Trucking. And then we got the She's Happy Foundation. Yes. Mogul. (laughs) And so what we're going to talk about is how he took his business from a $900 investment from our red, and now it's a multi-million dollar industry, um, a a mogulation of companies. And we'll just talk about your story and help others who are starting in the hair industry, but just any in business, how to get to that next level. Right. So really appreciate you being here today. Sir. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate no it. No problem. Appreciate so it. tell us a little bit about your story. I know you, I know your story, Navy veteran, et cetera, fire department, selling out the trunk, but tell a little bit about your details. Uh, Warren Prodnex, as you said, uh, entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, um, born and raised Houston Texan, um, single prayer household, uh, you know, story of everybody, like, right? right? <laughs> struggle a little bit, struggle, uh, but it's so much beauty in it. So, which led me to become a military veteran. I went to the Navy right after high school, graduated from Ridge High School, spent four years there traveling the United States, um, came back, worked for Harrison County Juvenile Probation, always had entrepreneurial aspirations, uh, was able to start as a Houston firefighter, um, was able to start there with having a schedule of being off five days a week and always wanting to be an entrepreneur. Uh, I found out working side jobs for other people just wasn't quite for me. So uh, the opportunity came in August 2012 to start my own business, She's Happy Hair. Uh, Phone call from my co-founder, Marcus Bowers, and uh, very humble beginnings, average uh, black business story from the beginning, no capital, a whole bunch of dreams and a whole bunch of bills. Um, Talk about the bills. Yeah, a whole bunch of bills. Um, so um, just understanding that, understanding where we were and always what I tell people when you're starting off a business from day one, and this is how I always looked at She's Happy Hair from the initial phone call, from making the decision to start, always treat it like a business, right? Always, always treat it like what you want it to become. They tell you when you work a job to... Yeah. If you want to be that position, play dress the role, the right? Dress yeah. for the role. Well, when I was out of the trunk of the car and we were doing things, uh, marketing just how Craig was, um, mm-hmm. we were always treated it like a business. Every mm-hmm. customer we treated them with respect, and uh, it, it always was a business. It never was a hustle for me. Gotcha. It never was a hustle. So I always had that mindset that it's going to be more than what you start out as. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Tell me about the journey because I saw your um, segment on Fox News. I mean, one story that stood out to me. Driving from the north side of town to the south side to sell one bundle and your car broke down, but you made it happen in that parking lot of Walmart and now you're in Walmart. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, humble beginnings, of course. So um the story you're speaking about, we started out the trunk of our car with She's Happy Hair, and we would basically uh walk into beauty salons mm-hmm. and uh basically offer them a product. I like to always use Chody on Baby Boy, but that okay. helps out a lot. Okay. It kind of people can correlate those two stories. And that was my motivation, you know, in high school, want to play basketball, yeah. I watch Above the Rim every day yeah. as a grown man, generally yeah. Baby Boy, because it's yeah. also uh, amazing. So, but I had a very raggedy car. Uh, we started in August of 2012. And if you're in Houston, you understand August heat is Ooh. unforgiving. And I uh, just purchased me a new car for a uh, whopping $3,100 without AC. 
And uh, as I would, as I would, um, as I would drive to meet customers from one side of town to the next, my car would run high. Uh, yeah, as it should, as and it you should, should, right? And I would understand that. But again, I had to make a sale. It's always a business, so gotcha. I would literally sell bundles out the trunk of the car while the front of the car is smoking. And as the customer, <laughs> one time it was actually on Bissonette, this uh, Exxon on Bissonette in '59. So if you're familiar with '59 Bissonettes, right there. Yeah. And uh, this one stylist, she was like, you going to be all right as the car smoking. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be good. You got it. Go ahead. And I sat there for an hour with ice on the hood, waiting for it to calm down and counted my $75 and was like, that's okay though. Like the sale is made. So to be appreciative for every sale and still to this day, we appreciative for every single one. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hear great things about the customer service. So that's one thing you got to remember as an entrepreneur starting or already in, you know, experience, make sure you're delivering quality service to your clientele make sure that every experience is good because that's how they were able to go to business by sending out the trunk of the car to now how many locations like four six, five, locations. six locations six locations, right six locations across the nation detroit dallas uh atlanta atlanta's coming atlanta's, atlanta's coming. first quarter that's our walmart location in houston so we have three locations in houston texas yeah. two locations in the dallas fort worth area one location in detroit and we'll be in the walmart in lathonia uh georgia here yeah. in the first quarter of 2019. ATL. So I want you to catch something key, though. Just started this in 2012 out the back of his trunk. And you just heard how many locations he got. That's a testament of hard work, having a plan, visualizing your goals and writing your goals down and making sure you achieve them. So if you regardless of what business you're in, hair business, you know, retail, online, make sure you have those goals in place and then execute and deliver quality service to them. Would you say that's pretty much been some of the keys? Here yes, for sure. For sure. Writing those Absolutely. goals down. And understanding that um, while you're on the way to those goals, because I think everybody's pretty good, or a lot of people are pretty good at writing them down mm-hmm. and trying them. But my two biggest things, my two biggest um, characteristics for an entrepreneur is you have to be relentless and you have to be fearless, right? You have to be relentless because when you write those goals and you're chasing those goals, mm-hmm. what you're going to do is you're going to... Re- you're going to receive so much adversity mm-hmm. and a lot of people will get discouraged, but you have to be relentless yeah. to get to those goals. Yeah. That path that you wrote for those goals is not yeah. going to be an easy path. And I think a lot of people think it's going to be. Absolutely. And when they get all of those problems, it's like they get discouraged and be like, maybe those goals weren't for me, but they are. You just got to reach them. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep going. You got to be relentless. And the, those people that don't get discouraged, some people, sometimes people kind of get stuck in that box, right? right? right. So where they put all these fears on themselves. I can't do this. I can't do that. Well, you got to be fearless as an entrepreneur because every time you put that mental block, then you'll never reach that goal because Absolutely. you can't, you believe it can't be done. So I yeah. think those things for sure, in addition to what you said, you'll definitely reach them. When you write them down and you just understand like adversity is going to come, hard times yeah. are going to come, and you got to kind of yeah. push through it every day, it, it, you'll get there. Sometimes sure. you got to put ice on your engine in life. Straight up, straight up. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you do. Ice. Yeah. You know, most people are like, you know, it's hot. It, you know, I only made $75 plus the cost of the hair. I'm done. I'm out. But he kept going, and now we you heard all the locations he's at. So keep going um, if you're out there in this struggle right now because it's not always pretty. You know, just because you make it to this successful level, you were talking about that before the show started, you know, there's always a new headache. You know, that, that cliche, you know, more money, more problems. It's, it's real life. It's for real, for real. Um, so let's talk about success from the trunk to the storefront. How, how did that transition happen? You know what? We have enough cash flow. We got enough clients. Let's open a whole storefront. What was that transition? The first one was actually a suite. It wasn't a storefront. So it's okay. a suite kind of just like this. 2600 Black Melka in Houston, right behind Chacho's. Uh, 2616 <laughs> South of the West, Suite 552. So it was a suite just like this. And it started, we were able to kind of build a lot of momentum, yeah. right? 
um, starting up, of course, I went the route everybody want to go, friends and family. Absolutely. You know, friends and family, they take you for a joke when you're starting up. They don't see your vision. Yeah. So, of course, those <laughs> were the people that would laugh at me, right? But my thing is, and I tell every entrepreneur, everybody, you are what you are to somebody else, right? If you don't mm -hmm. know me from any from yeah. a can of paint, if I tell you I'm yeah. an air pilot, yeah. you got to believe I'm an air pilot right. unless you see me crash something, right? <laughs> so your friends and family only going to see you for who you are. We took right. the vision of going to, to go meet new customers and Bryson, how you doing on Warren? I own this business, right? Mm -hmm. That that path led us to where we were busy. Right. Marketing every morning, I'd wake up on um, Craigslist. Craigslist was huge at this time. Mm -hmm. And we wake up and just put 30 posts on Craigslist. Beautiful hair, cheap hair, wow. affordable hair, luxurious hair, right? By doing this, we started in August. By December, it was chaotic. Mm -hmm. I explained to y'all as a firefighter, so I'm off five days a week. Yeah. It went from meeting three women a day to getting phone calls at 1.30 in the morning. Hey, bring me a bundle to Baytown. No, boo. We're not going to bring you a bundle to Baytown today. today. But um, that let me know, like, okay, it's getting chaotic. I can't work out. My schedule's chaotic. Yeah. We got to kind of put some structure yeah. to this thing. Absolutely. So at that point, it was like we needed a suite. We needed a location, something. Yeah. We still, we had good capital, but we didn't have a lot. So it's like, let's just find something, just somewhere people can come. Right. right? Centralized location. Exactly. So we got Central Houston, uh, right out of South Loop West, 16 of South Main. Mm -hmm. We started there. Our rent was only $400 a month. Mm. The space was about this size. Yeah. No lie. Yeah. Minus the windows. Right. Yeah. So that's one thing that we hone to our customer service is when you would come in to that She's Happy Hair, because although and I like to tell people this, you have to market your business. Yeah. $400, $400 a month, 400 square feet. We mm. started investing eighteen hundred dollars a month in radio. At right. this time, we're not getting paid, right? Because I got a job. Marcus has a job. So four hundred dollars in rent, eighteen hundred dollars in marketing, right? So that gets now we got women coming. Yeah, you walk. They're walking into a a room pretty much this size with two desks in it, two little uh, shelves. I went and bought off Craigslist. Yeah, um, shout out to Craigslist. Shout out to Craigslist. <laughs> Very resourceful. Um. When women would walk in, they would believe that they're walking into a big company because yeah. of our advertising. But then you walk in and you see me, yeah. and I don't have a nice white shirt on, so I have a lot of tattoos. So they, you got my average sale is three hundred dollars almost. Yeah. So they're walking in with hundreds of dollars in their pocket, right. and they open the door and look at me. They're skeptical. Gotcha. That's where we had to hone even better customer service. Gotcha. Hey, no, you're in the right place. Come on in. Yeah. How hard is it to get a black woman who hair ain't done to walk in a room with a man she don't know and she got thousand dollars in her pocket? <laughs> That's awesome customer service. It is. And that's the, the, the man that I put on my employees to this yeah. day. We have to treat our customers like that. I'm not your boss, your customers are, because if they stop coming in here, we yeah. none of us get paid. Right. And so, you gotta go. <laughs> right. So though that's basically how we transitioned from the car to that first location. Hmm. Uh right there on 2600. Amazing story. Didn't know that part. Man, that's amazing. So let's talk about now you got the, the, the suite, the office suite humming is going good. Now, where do we say, you know what? It's time to expand even more. It's time to level up. What does that process look like for you? It looked like when we came in, it was probably five, six major hair companies in Houston. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know too much about them. I didn't know too much about the product. I had to do a lot of polling, researching, and learn everything about the product. So I didn't know about the industry. Right. And I think that was a deficiency a little bit because we took a lot of learning losses, mm. but also it was great for innovation because I didn't look around. I had blinders on. I just gotcha. did what you I wanted to do. What you want to right. Do. Only stuck with my vision. So once I kind of watched us become out of the trunk to being like a household name a little yeah. bit in Houston, it was like, man, we got something yeah. like maybe this is great. And understanding that I came from one out of five. 
five out of one to almost the top one or two, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm thinking bigger than Houston because I've been in the military. I'm used to moving around. Right. I was like, what other city has a lot of black people and mm. they don't have any of the five? Because mm. if we can do this with the with the competition, if we take yeah. this model where we don't have competition, right. we can really win. Yeah. So I ended up connected with my good friend in Detroit, with my ex friend in Detroit, ex business uh, associate that I used to be in the Navy with. Story for another day. Yeah, another day, <laughs> and we won't use any names. But I reached out to him because he was in Detroit. I knew it was ninety percent African Americans mm. and a lot of women. So yeah. we went out with actually our Detroit location. Mm. And was like, if we do, we can do it in Houston. We can do it in Detroit. Do and we way. started that one, and then we started to scale up our um houston storefront right as well so it was like okay the suites bumping that's working we want a fifth floor we started trying to beg people to get into radio marketing so we would have lines from the us Whoa. down to the floor so management <laughs> was giving us a lot of problems <laughs> because we're in an office building giving yeah. them four hundred dollars a month yeah. and we got lines all day so security guards <laughs> stayed on us you know what i'm saying so it's like okay man we got to kind of yeah. get the storefront right. and step our game up because we all want to be bigger and better gotcha. and not be complacent so that was kind of the mindset yeah. of us not knowing that we can scale this business in yeah. houston to a bigger location and also pick it up and drop it somewhere else gotcha. and really win and in, in detroit we kind of revolutionized the area that's okay. what's up. And so that's the, the, the power of processes and systems in your business to where it's the McDonald's method. You can go to Detroit, Dallas, wherever, and duplicate the process that was successful here in Houston if you have systems and processes in place. Because all you need to do is fill in people around, right? For sure. So uh, as a business owner, aspiring business owner, keep that in mind. Have something that you can just pick up, show somebody, do A, B, and C if this happens, or D, E, F if that happens, so you can make sure that you can scale your business like that. But we kind of skipped over something. I wanted him to show you where he at now. But how does a brother from the Navy go to selling weave? <laughs> Tell uh, me about that process. Man, it was just a conversation, man. Marcus <laughs> called me. It's crazy. I was uh, working Station 48, uh, uh, ride as a Houston firefighter, man. Yeah. And uh, as a station, extra day, working an extra day for $200, 24-hour shift, man. Just trying to get it, hustling. And uh, Marcus gave me a call, and he was like, man, what's going on, Warren? I'm like, man, what's going on, bro? And he was like, uh, man, I got an idea for us. Hmm. And uh, I was like, man, what you got? Now, Marcus is a Navy veteran as well. Absolutely. So, um, Appreciate both of y'all, sir. No problem, man. Loved it. So he was like, man, I got an idea. I was like, what you got? He was like, man, we should sell hair. <laughs> exactly. I'm giggling. Bro, you crazy. Man, get out of here with that. No, you don't know what we're doing. He was like, man, this is like the first or second week of August. His phone call happens. Yeah. And he was like, bro, I have some people that I know made $4,000 in a weekend. Keep in mind, I'm working 24 hours for yeah. $200. And <laughs> if somebody house running a fire, I got to run in there. You know what I'm saying? To put my life on the line. So I just wasn't in yeah. a position yeah. to be like, man, you crazy. No. Right. It was just like, okay, man, wow, those numbers. Just let me do a little research. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Let me do a little research and see if we can really turn this into yeah. something. So from that point on, I would take my time and do the polling. I would just wake mm -hmm. up on my five days off as a firefighter, wake up, give me a nice little workout in. Yeah. Throw my clothes on, throw some good smelling cologne on, and just run into beauty shit salons. Yeah. Understanding the concept that if a woman walks into a barbershop, mm -hmm. She can ask us 18 million questions and we're going to sit there and answer 18 million Absolutely. questions Absolutely. because <laughs> we don't have that pres that 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 feel in our presence. So yeah. when I walk into beauty salons and I yeah. would ask questions, man, yeah. I would get 
I'd be in there for hours. Yeah. And I'd walk in there like, hey, man, uh, my sister sent me in here for some hair. And I just start asking questions and, gotcha. and picking up from dialogue. Gotcha. So it was like, oh, what, 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 what is the best hair? How much should mm. it cost? How long should it last? Mm. How should that react, right? Gotcha. After I play stupid and see she's probably getting irritated or I'm running out of questions, I'd be like, all right, I'll just send my sister in here. Thank you. But they'd never be mad because right. it was like, okay, they got a chance to talk to a man a day. Yeah. I would do that for like hours upon days on my five days. I was just researching it. So that way I would get a little product knowledge because I had none. So it's like, if you don't know, go. And that's what I tell entrepreneurs too. In, in business, listen to your customers. Yeah. Everybody like, oh, I'm the boss. I'm the CEO. So it's going to be my vision. Your vision is going to have you poor. Your vision better go be to talk to your customers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And basically find out what they want to fill that void and then find out what void you need from your employees to yeah. keep them happy. Absolutely. So once we did that for like two or three weeks, that's when we kind of matched up and we met up at one of, one of our friends' house and was like, all right, man, I think we got enough mm. money, or not enough money, enough knowledge to kind of move, move along. And at that time, I had $450. He only had $450 to invest and we just went for it. Mm. And uh, tell people, take that step. With the thought of, I like to live by the what if factor. That was my thing when I was starting off my business. It was like, what if? People was like, man, if it don't work, but what if it do? Exactly. If it don't work, I just keep working, bro. I love running in the fire. My firefight, straight up, my fire department people were like brothers. They still are to me. Yeah. So I love that. But what if it do work? Yeah. What if I become what I always wanted to be, right? right? And people need to live more on that. I just mindset. I, I really think a lot of people would take more leaps than the words of Will Smith. Man, I'm typing that in there. Take a risk. So you never know what may actually hit off. Brother that came from the Navy to run in the fires didn't know that selling weave out the battle, weave, W-A-E-A-V-E, yeah. <laughs> yeah. or bundles out of the back of his trunk uh, would turn into a multi-million dollar industry. So let's talk a little bit more about the industry in general, because uh, you mentioned there was like five competitors at that time, and it feels like the market is saturated. But here's some sudden impact stats for you all about the hair industry. Um, by the year 2023, the hair weave industry is expected to be a $23 billion industry. Um, right now, it's approximately $2.5 billion. So even though it's saturated, it's still not saturated. There's still plenty of room and growth in there for you. Um, the age bracket of those who consume um, bundles is between 35 to 44 years of age. So that's your target market right there if you're actually looking to target um, this industry. So tell us a little bit about you know the growth opportunities that you all are going to use to take advantage of, and if someone wants to jump into this industry with their nine hundred dollars, what, what should they be doing? <laughs> uh, if you want to jump in, just hustle it, right? Just uh, I always tell people like I did, just go straight from me, straight 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 from you to the customer, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, that's always been the approach, me to the customer. Whether it's my marketing, if I'm running TV commercials, I'm kind of only thinking of my customer in mind, right? Because a lot of businesses. And a lot of man, I was gonna say it, forget it. A lot of black business owners, right? A lot yeah, of black. Keep it real with yeah, I'm gonna keep it real. I got no choice, right? <laughs> a lot of black entrepreneurs, inspired black entrepreneurs. We always want to kind of aspire for the white dollar, mm, right? Man, right. if I get my big, feel like it, that's the yeah. validity you need, yeah, right? right? Man, if I get these white people come spend money with yeah. me, that's cool too. Yeah. But if you ain't never hung around the white people, and you don't understand their culture, then guess what? They probably not gonna spend their money with you. We spend more money than anybody. 
highest buying power. Highest buying power. And you are in touch with your culture. Absolutely. So why wouldn't you sell to your people and talk to them in a way that you know that you yeah. want to be talked to? Absolutely. Now, you could take those facets of mm -hmm. the uh, other cultures and bring it in, yeah. uh, other business cultures. There's yeah. a lot of things we do at She's Happy Hair that I took out, off of experiences from the Gucci store. Absolutely. Because that was the same price points. When I spent yeah. $600, I expect to be treated a certain way. When Absolutely. someone comes spend $300, we want to treat them a certain Absolutely. way. Right? You take those facets. But talking to your community and going directly to your customers is what I would tell anybody who want to start off. Ask them what they want and sell them that. Not what you want to sell. Go ask them what they would buy and then provide that service. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> so what are top five things that someone says, you know what? I'm ready to provide my customers what they want. I'm ready to get in the hair industry. What should they be doing right now? Um, uh, research, research. Uh, marketing is always key. You gotta find a way to shout your business out. Make sure you're saying it, even if it's on your Facebook page. And don't get discouraged <laughs> by those two likes at the beginning either, because you always go get them two likes. I don't care if you're the baddest Instagram model and you get four thousand when you got your butt out. If you start your own business, you're gonna get three likes from your friends. Right. Don't get discouraged by it. Keep pushing. You're pushing. Like, number one, you ain't doing it for them. And yeah. you are inspiring somebody. Absolutely. Somebody, even though they ain't brave enough to hit the like on your they or, look or they like, right. Or they hate. <laughs> or yeah, they hate. or they hate. But keep on doing that. Don't wait for the immediate results. You know what I'm saying? Like stay on your course, kind of like what we touched on Persistence. earlier. Persistence for sure. Five things oh, yeah, hard work. Understanding that it's hard as hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it it's hard. not easy. And I think a lot of people see success or see people attain success and think it's easy, right? right? Like, if you came, you know me from back in the day and you know me now and not knocking anybody, but you're somewhat in the same spot and I'm not. Yeah. Bro, I ain't been chilling. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't been chilling. <laughs> so it ain't no handouts to get to where you're going. It is like 100% dedication full-fledged hard work to where you're almost insane and people think you are but you only got to focus on the results right um what else we got what is that like three um understanding that even with the hard work one thing i learned i forgot who told me this oh, man sean taylor hmm. uh sean taylor of exactly. i had a conversation with him and he let me know something one time he said in entrepreneurship mm -hmm. uh you don't know what you don't know that's the biggest thing in entrepreneurship. And it seems crazy, but you don't know what you don't know. When we start off in business, you got your goals that you roll down and you think you know what you're going to experience, but you don't because you've never been in this space, right. right? So you have to understand coming in, you're not going to know a lot of things. You can't prepare for entrepreneurship because you're going down to uncharted territory. Right. So understand that and don't get discouraged because no matter how much you prepare, so many people spend so much time preparing and packing, yeah. get started. Just just, just, just go, right? Because you're out here preparing for things that you don't even know about. So go ahead, get started and get ready to react and, and react and learn from them experiences. So just get started for sure. Mm -hmm. And I always like to tell people, and I had a conversation with somebody about this other day, as because I get approached with a lot of uh, investment opportunities. Right sure. now. Everybody's like, man, let me help you. In. I got a business idea. Yeah. I tell people, man, it when you're an entrepreneur starting off, you got to be dedicated to work seven days a week, 16 mm -hmm. hours a day, 365 days a year for three years straight and not get paid. Y'all hear that? <laughs> straight up y'all hear that straight up and that's still working your job because yeah. you need to get paid you need, yeah. you need to work so you can reinvest in your business Absolutely. because you always have to reinvest in your business and, and understand the boy you're not gonna get paid from it you got to reinvest in it and you got to dedicate everything you got literally 16 hours a day seven days a week for three years straight absolutely got a question from the audience right here miss deborah thompson great info what was your initial marketing strategy photo shoots models boots on the ground um ha. 
So my first photo shoot at She's Happy Hair was like with my um, Samsung, whatever phone I had at the time. And uh, man, one of my friends, one of my homegirls, she was pretty. And I was like, man, come through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come through the shop. And she didn't really know what it was. And it was like, hey, man, I got some hair. Throw it on. And we just started snapping it up with the phone. That's probably like my first 20. Wow. Utilize what you got. To wow. talk to your customers, right? You don't need all of these great cameras and everything at the beginning. Man, everybody, iPhones are way more advanced than they were then. Absolutely. So you don't need all this equipment. Utilize what you got with your marketing strategy to talk directly to your customer. That's like boots on the ground for sure. Cell phone, your equipment, man, start working you a few angles. Yeah. Put you a cool-ass caption on it that, that <laughs> resonates with your customer base yeah. and just shoot it out. Yeah. You That's can't get more raw than that on boots on the ground. Absolutely. So... Chris, you know, I'm personally a Samsung guy myself, but iPhone does all right. <laughs> I'm on my phone now. I ain't gonna lie, I'm on my phone now. But great question, Deborah. So what you can do is on Amazon, you can go buy a lighting kit, one of those Halo lights for like 75 bucks. Super cheap. Studio lighting kit where it has like a backdrop, two box lights, for like a hundred dollars. Use your phone, get that out there. Don't let oh the quality of my images stop you from making money. Like I said, they start from the trunk to the office store to the Samsung phone to now with multiple locations. So don't let that hinder you. Um, but make sure that you have a plan, though, what you're going to do with that and consistent with it. Because it's one thing to have nice photos. But if you only post it once a week, right. you got to stay on that thing. Right. Stay on that thing. So let's talk about the marketing that you use that has worked and what hasn't worked. I know radio got it popped off for you. Right. But what's really bringing in those customers today? I, I like to say uh, accumulation of everything. Okay. Really. Um, with my marketing, I try to be everywhere we possibly can be, man. We you go catch us at uh, a mixer. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? She's having a table on a mixer. We might have a mixer that somebody having just a whole bunch of boutiques coming to. You know what I'm saying? On the weekend. Or you can catch us at the galas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we had every gala. <laughs> so I feel like you got to get all of that because you got to understand the realm of your customer base, right? You're saying, was it 35 to like 42, right? 35 to 44. Right. Our biggest shopping area is 18 to 34. So mm -hmm. I have to understand from 18 to basically 60, yeah. though, that's, that's my uh, database of black women. Like, right. though, that's my area. So I got to be everywhere I possibly can. You go catch us at somewhere like Henny Fest, and then you go catch us at the Power Center. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Literally, you have to be everywhere. Yeah. We're going to be on TV when mm -hmm. our when our customers are watching. On yeah. Anytime you're going to watch Love and Hip Hop, She's Happy Hair, go be on. The know your demographics. <laughs> yeah, know your demographics for sure. But we also go be on the Oprah Network, right? And All we right. go be on Masterclass because we know that black business women are watching that as well. You know what I'm Brilliant. saying? We go be on 97.9 The Box with yeah. Kiati. We go be on 102 yeah. with uh, Candy Eastman, yeah. KG Smooth, yeah. right? So you just kind of got to hit it from every angle you possibly can. Right. Now, on top of that, what I would do when I used to be off, man, I would work the stores, leave the stores, hit happy hour. Yeah. I'm at every happy hour passing out stuff. Once I pass out flyer there, yeah. I'll go to another happy hour. Yeah. I remember when Scott's was Scott's with Lawrence Prospect Park. <laughs> and um, I gave a flyer there and I would hit it every Wednesday. Yeah. When, you know, Wednesday, Wednesday wings when it had when it was popping. popping. Yeah, yeah, when it was popping, popping. <laughs> and I'd be in there with my flyers. And I came there and gave a chick a flyer. And she was like, every week you come in here, you give me the same flyer every week. She was like, basically, right? She was like, what you got to say for yourself? I was like, see you next week. You know what I'm saying? Don't get all down like you ain't here for them set those numbers with those plans that you're talking about when you're saying planning everything out for consistency yeah. you need to set that plan and not be discouraged by yeah. the immediate results 
I'm gonna go out here when I used to go talk to people, understand talking to customers. I might talk to a hundred people and only five of them go get me a sale. Yeah, that's cool. And now I know I need to talk to a thousand to get to yes, 50 sales. Absolutely. Right. So it's the same thing with your consistency. I'm gonna post five photos a day yeah. for the next three months. Whether if I gotta take 20 different angles and I have yeah. to just find a way to strategically post that same that different angle three days later, but set yeah. you a schedule out right. and don't feed off of the energy out there. Right. Like it's it's an inside job. Success yeah. is, you know, the motivation, mm. it's all an inside job. Man. I keep talking so I can type that up the inside job. Yeah, Success for sure. Um, and I tell people that. And I, I was at a speaking class, a speaking class not too long ago. <laughs> And all of my speaking was on entrepreneurship and everybody in the class was like, all you talk about is mindset. Like we don't need money. But yeah. a lot of people got money. Yeah. Bro, I built a million dollar business off $900, right? Everybody's had $900. Right. My mindset, mindset right? Mindset. Exactly. And when I broke it down to them like that, it was like, oh, right. So it's it's, it's just an inside job, man. And you got to kind of drink your own Kool-Aid. Inside job. I'm, I'm leaving that up there for a while. Success is an inside job. Because it's all about your mindset, like you said. And talking about mindset, I want you to hear the fact that he just said a million dollar company, multi uh, millions of dollars in several businesses. He's still going out there to happy hours. He's still going out there to galas. He's still doing pop ups. What I see a lot in the community is, oh, I've arrived. I made X, Y, Z amount of money. I'm just going to chill. They are still out there. I'm, every time I log on to Facebook, him and his partner, Marcus, is always out there doing something to promote their business because the grind what you what's your uh, caption the marathon continues. marathon continues the marathon continues you always have to keep hustling from 2012 to now he's still out there grinding with the money in the bag the bag secure but still doing it so be sure to if you want to get on this path of success get your mindset ready get your spirit ready because it could take a toll on you we're not always up here saying it's easy every i think every interview i've had said hey i'm successful but it's hard and it's still hard so no, don't let Facebook and Instagram lie to you. I know a lot of people get yeah, you know, easily yeah, yeah. <laughs> bamboozled, hoodwinked, whatever. <laughs> real, real, straight. Quick, real quick. It's real hard quick. work. So keep that in mind. But um, thank you for that, man. Thank you. We got some other comments from the audience. Um, Mr. Dunn says, be prepared to work 16 hours a day, seven days a week for three years. That's a, a quote from you. But man, oh, Miss Deborah says, are you hiring? Yes, right we are. Careers at she's happy hair.com. Yes, we're always hiring. Looking for great, motivated people. Uh, to join the team and push us forward for sure. Yes, ma'am. All right, put that up. So, Deborah, you might get a blessing watching in. Tag and share this with a friend. So, let's talk about what's next for She's Happy Hair and just, you know, basically your enterprise and your partners. What you got going on now? But what's next for She's Happy Hair mm -hmm. is uh, growth number one. Um, we're expanding to Atlanta. Uh, we just secured our deal with Walmart. Congratulations. So on that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's that's big. So looking forward to actually having a retail space in Walmart and Lothony. That's the first of uh, six that we're working on right now with Walmart. And we're just expanding our line of uh, African-American women hair care products. That's right. Right. Yeah. So uh, shampoo and conditioner, organic uh, shampoo and conditioner. We're working on a few vegan products right now. Our edge control. We're trying to be the TCB uh, of today. Uh, especially for the natural movement. We understand that it's a huge movement of these Absolutely. black women with that natural hair. And uh, understanding that demographic, most women with natural hair, they buy 
everything from everywhere, Absolutely. right? Uh, you know it. I know you know it. I know what you're saying. Sometimes, I, I, sometimes I go up there like, we'll work on this. Right, brand. exactly. <laughs> and they're like, Kimbis. But we want to get that brand loyalty and be the TCB yeah. and the Coca-Cola for the natural African-American mm. uh, woman. So One-stop shop. Yeah, we want to be that one-stop shop where you ain't got to worry about it. You ain't got to try. We doing the research and developing the products mm. so that you don't have to keep getting on the internet. We looking at the same videos. We talking to the same people to create the products <laughs> that you need directly for you. So for sure, our expansion of our hair care line is what's most important for us right now. Um, we're rebranding right now, so we'll see new logos everywhere, new website, uh, adding that up and just enhancing our whole customer service um, and training up our employees. Like I told you, we just yeah. made a huge investment as a company. Yes, and I got to sell this number just because people need to know we just invested $75,000 into another African-American business as well to train up for to basically create a whole She's Happy University for our employees wow. so that we can step up our game and customer service. So just reinvesting in the company and trying to be bigger and wow. better. Like everybody always feel like, oh man, y'all made it. And it's like, bro, I got a million things went wrong this morning that I got to fix. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't clap. You feel me? Like, man, I'm trying to get to yeah. it. So uh, those things for sure for She's Happy Hair. And of course, we launched the She's Happy Foundation. Absolutely. So giving back to the community is always big for us. Um, December 15th, at so, all She's Happy Hair locations, we will have Black Santa Claus from 12 to 4. Mm. So that's uh, December 15th. We're giving our free toys as always. This is our sixth year doing it. And we will have Black Santas uh, at the stores. And we started that because growing up, mm -hmm. um, we didn't. We didn't have that much. We didn't have that much, man. You know, you walked to the mall growing up, bro. You used to walk through Charlestown. It was the wish factor. Man, the Santa Claus <laughs> line used to be big with the yeah. big tree and the big Santa. And that, I don't know how much that photo was, but it felt like it was $300. And my mama couldn't afford it, and I never got that Santa photo. So here, you can bring your kids for free to She's Happy Hair and get that black Santa photo. Yeah. Bring your nice iPhone and take that photo with your baby. And yeah. leave with toys. And we raffling off bikes as always. Man. So definitely for the community, we want to give back so that's powerful right there because the community has given them so much millions to be exact but now they're giving it back so that's another thing is when as you level up in your business as you take it to the next level and get to the point where you got steady cash flow give back to those who have helped you get to where you are you know they always say success as you go up send the elevator back down right so make sure that you can always in my statement all ships rise I always help those that are in your community um, they're helping you out so we got a question from the audience miss shayla walker um, how did you decide on the name She's Happy of All Names? Uh, simplicity, <laughs> Shayla, simplicity. Uh, I think Marcus decided on that. It was just like, bro, we should call it She's Happy Hair, right? <laughs> so uh, I was listening to a podcast this morning, just knowing what you don't know, right? Not acting like we know everything, trying to keep it at the lowest, simplest level possible. What's mm -hmm. catchy? What's simple? Yeah. She's Happy Hair. We're selling hair. Mm -hmm. What do we want our customer to feel like? Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Literally, that's simple. And you're pointing out your target market, she. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she. We want to make you happy hair. So when you got it in, I got it in my sheets, happy hair, right? So, so, you know, now randomly I've been seeing on like Instagram and stuff, men are getting weaves now. Y'all going to jump into that? Man, business? everybody keep asking us about that. Man, we still looking for them. What about he's so, happy hair? Uh, yeah, yeah. We actually trying to develop a men's hair care line right now, beard line. Okay. Uh, we do need the men hair pieces, though. So if you got them, please uh, email us or something and let's work something out. Because uh, we would, we ain't against it, man. You know, if your brother want to throw that flat top on tomorrow, we need to be able to. It's not fair. It's not it's, fair it's that the, these women got all this versatility, man. You know, they straight one day, afro the next day, green hair the next day, and we either haircut or no haircut. That's it. So, no, we need to even the playing field. So, yeah, we might be getting into that, man. Don't, don't lose fair. hope on it. 
Don't lose hope on us with that. I mean, if y'all see me with that flap top tomorrow, you know I, got, I, went, to, I went to he's happy here dot com. Straight up, straight up. It's socially acceptable. Don't judge it, either. Don't judge it. No jokes. No, not, not gonna happen. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, Miss Linda Duke says she's looking for an entrepreneur mentor. Any um thing you want to share with her? Um, I I, I don't know. I, I'm not mentoring anybody. That's what you ask. I'm sorry, Miss Linda, but I am working on putting out a lot of footage for 2019 yeah. to help people out. I'm a little busy, but I get questions all the time. Like, hey, yeah. man, can you be my mentor? Can you help me yeah. out? And I do want to inspire. I think that's yeah. my reason. I like yeah. to inspire people. And I've kind of like, like you said, lend that help at hand. Yeah. So uh, if you just follow She's Happy Hair, I have a um, a public page on Facebook, Warren Broadnax. I am in the middle of developing a lot of material to kind of pump out and inspire yeah. entrepreneurs yeah. to go ahead and get it done uh, for sure. If not that, I podcast. I love podcasts. If you <laughs> get on, uh, you got an iPhone. Podcast is already on here. Uh, entry, entry, pre, entry leadership. That's entry one leadership. that I'll listen to. Entry leadership. Yeah, no. so you can see it. But uh, I literally, I listen to this all day long. It's a lot of great leaders on there, and uh, I always. That's right there. Okay. Leadership. There we go. And you get a lot of insight. So uh, I don't have mentors myself. I just try to engulf as much information as possible. Taking leadership course, reading leadership books articles just engulf yourself in it when you're in the car listen to a podcast and tell it yeah. instead of turning on your favorite song Absolutely. find you a book on leadership on life and read that a little more even if it's just two or three pages or 10 minutes a day or five pages yeah. a day start somewhere start a page a day but that way you can kind of push yourself because what we always find is when we're trying to go through this path we're looking for people to kind of help us out and give yeah. us mentors but most of the people who you want to mentor yeah. you are still fighting their course That's right true. they're still fighting their course or they're reading these same books <laughs> right all <laughs> reading the same you books. Hear it. <laughs> very true very true and that's what i learned too is a lot of the top leaders and executives they read the same books yeah absolutely they read the same absolutely. books so you can check out spotify they have free podcasts on there um there's um another app itunes has podcasts all of the above so. yes so, uh, Ms. Shayla Walker, we all working on He's Happy Too. We need you to invest in that so we can get these flat tops and the beards. For sure. For know, sure. Shayla got the investment. She's going to get it done. All right. So, man, what are some things you want um, business owners to take away from this um, as we wrap up today? Um, a few things. Let me pull up my notes, man. Um, a few keys to success that I have on here. Number one is have a vision. I know you mm. talk a lot about writing things down. Number one, you got to have a vision, man. You can't be a leader. You can't go anywhere. You don't have plans, right? Yeah. You got to have a vision. You literally have to. And that's one thing about me is I see it. Like yeah. when I was in the car, I seen this, yeah. right? So that's why I wasn't discouraged about all of the hardships because my thing was like, man, I'm going to tell my story one day. Yeah. So you don't get discouraged when you when you get a flat tire, like, bro, this is gonna make a live story one day. <laughs> and that's the way you gotta look at things to be an yeah. optimist. So for sure, hard work, the first one, uh, positive mindset, man. Drink your own Kool-Aid, right? Um, that's one thing about me. It's all I got so much bad news this morning, it's crazy. But I get so much energy out giving other people energy and just being a positive mindset and keeping a positive circle around you as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. All right, I'll keep nobody around you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you if your circle isn't what you want it to be, yeah. it's okay to just detach 
from that circle and engulf yourself in podcasts Absolutely. and books and you'll find more time yeah you you all because some people be like man everybody around me be tripping i'm trying to get i'm trying to level up yeah. on board <laughs> you don't need permission to be great bro level up just right do it. level up and just you do gotta it. check in for that you ain't gotta check in bro stop <laughs> answering the phone man the boys i be going drinking with them and they ain't talking about that stop yeah. going Stop going and sit at home and read a book. And if you want to be great, bro, you don't need permission. Man, this is one thing I would tell my wife um, sometimes. Circle got smaller, circumference got bigger. Man, what? <laughs> Man. Tweet that. For real. Yeah, utilize that. For real. So you got to kind of uh, have that. Um, Understand it won't be easy, man. That's like number one. Understanding that it won't be easy. And I tell this to my kids all the time at home. And if you, if you accept in your head that it's going to be hard mm -hmm. and you're going to do it anyway, yeah. you can do anything. Absolutely. But a lot of people are like, oh, that shit tough. I, I can't take it. <laughs> yeah, it was going to be tough. What you thought was going to be easy? Like, you know what I'm saying? So understand that it's going to be hard and just keep going anyway. Yeah. But Absolutely. that helps when you have a vision. Yep. That helps when you're not just chasing money. It all lines up. It all lines up because when it's all tough and everything down and you only chasing money and you looking at one like and you ain't made no sales today, you gonna be out. Yeah. But if you don't have that vision, if you don't see it, if you don't already know, like, bro, I already knew it was going to be hard. I already dedicated 16 hours a day, seven days a week for the next three years of my life to this shit. So let me keep on going. If you don't do that, yeah. then you will give up and yeah. you'll be like 97% of people who aspire to be entrepreneurs and give Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Say 97% work for the 3% that we're willing to take. Straight up. Risk. Keep on going, man. You watch Masterclass and places like this and you listen to people who are vastly successful yeah. and when you listen to their story all you go hear is failures yeah absolutely that's all and that's what you gotta embrace failure that's my last one embrace, embrace failure. failure you know what i'm saying like embrace it like look forward to it push yourself to like limits and I'll, i always try to push myself into like rooms where i'm so uncomfortable hmm. because those are the ones i learn in yeah right if i'm in there and i'm like shaking my I'm, like nervous a little bit my hands like yeah. shit that's the ones I learn in once I engulf it. So embrace it. Like, don't do safe things because you'll never get where you want to go. Gotcha. And, man, be a two-year-old. You feel me? Knock stuff over, pour water on the floor just to see how it works, right? You have to do that to learn from your lessons. And I was speaking with uh, Mr. John Guest. I had the, lunch, had the pleasure of having lunch with him the other day. And he was giving me so much uh, game. And I Shout was out just, to Mr. Guest. Yeah, so much shout time. out to Mr. Guest. Man, amazing person. And uh, I was just letting him know, like, as I was engulfing all of the information he was uh, giving me, it was just like, Mr. Guest, man, you look really good. Because yeah. I know all of the failures you got to have to get all this knowledge. Yeah. I said, man, you look good to have all this knowledge on you. You know what I'm saying? Because I know to get that type of knowledge, man, he he just failed and failed and yeah. failed. And that's what a win is. It's just a failure over and over Fail again. Your way up. Right. You don't lose Fail unless you quit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You don't lose unless you quit. So that, those are the things for me, for sure. And just drink your own Kool-Aid at the end of the day, man. Everybody ain't going to get it. A lot of people not going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's cool. I'm all, like, I'm always okay with that. And you have to, once you start to attain success, because mm -hmm. sometimes people are always like, yeah, give me this help. And then once I get it, what do I do? Right. One thing I tell people, or two things I tell people when you get a little success, number one, learn to say no to people. Because everybody's gonna come to you with Talk, an idea. Go down that road. For yeah. Don't don't just skate on that one. Yeah. Tell them about that. No. Yeah. Learn learn how to say no because once you get there, everybody gonna be reaching out to you, and everybody got need a favor. They need to borrow money. They need you to invest in their business. You have to learn how to say no to stay true to your vision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And learn how to just push people off because mm -hmm. I'm naturally a nice person. So 
I'm, I'm welcoming, but people will distract you from your mm -hmm. vision, especially when you kind of keyed in and you attain success. Mm -hmm. Everybody want to sit down and have lunch. Yes, I have good. people want to sit down and have lunch and don't even want to know what they want to have lunch about. Man, what's up, bro? Let's catch up and have lunch. About what, bro? I don't even know you. You don't even know what I eat. So you have to learn to tell people, not like, no, nah, man, it's not going down to stay focused on your vision. Don't yeah. let people distract you because yeah. that's how people fall off. They'll start drinking their Kool-Aid. Man, I'm winning. I'm this, I'm that. Yeah, yeah man, I'm sitting up drinking 3,000 bottles of wine. And man, you got to stay on the grind, bro. The marathon continues. This yeah, is not a sprint. Too. It's a marathon. You feel tell me? Them, bro. I'm, try I'm trying to tell people. <laughs> and that's why I got some of the stuff coming out because this is really what I want to do is inspire people. Yeah. But you have to learn to kind of stay focused on your vision from the yeah. beginning. When they were laughing at you, stay right. focused on your vision. Gotcha. When they jump on your boat and everybody on the bandwagon, man, stay focused to your vision. Because mm -hmm. if you let them stray you off, mm -hmm. your your vision, your path will be distracted. You'll be lost. Never if you follow, right, you'll never reach it. If you let, let them laugh at you and let that affect you from the beginning, you'll never reach your destination. Mm -hmm. You get to where you're going and you start feeding into that BS and thinking you are whatever they say you are. Don't stay on your grind. You're going to be off. And then they're going to be back laughing at you. They're going to be back laughing at you. Man. I, I, I feel a I feel a consultant, coach, speaker, book coming out of your Yeah, book. for sure. All that's coming. Yeah, all that's coming. Yeah. Y'all stay tuned. Follow him at she's happyhair.com because he about to light y'all up with some stuff. I'm I'm ignited. I'm about to go open my laptop and grind right now. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> so actually, before we close out, Mr. Uh, Jamie says he just watched a video by a guy named Wade the Barber. Um, if you could tag him, Jamie, that would be appreciated. I think he does like men's lace fronts and all that. Oh, kind of yeah, stuff. man. Yeah, if you could, so yeah, I'm, this, I'm could, a, this could be a waste opportunity. Appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. that, Jamie. I think uh, Joy knows about him too. So, tag tag him in here if you can, please. So, we're about to close, man. So, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. I'm glad you didn't say no to me. No, no, no. I was waiting to get on here, man. I'm happy the podcast finally had it. Instead of watching, I'm like, they ain't gonna reach out to me, huh? Come on, brother. Yeah. yeah. I just had to crash the table at the gala to get to him. Yeah, you did. And I was happy to see you. Though. I ain't gonna lie. That was mutual. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, tell somebody, tell, tell the people one unique fact that nobody really knows about you. Oh, man, one fact that nobody knows about. Me. Yeah. Oh man. Um, man, I care a lot. A lot of well, I think a lot of people know that. Yeah. Um, I, well, it's like it's gonna be like maybe a, I don't know, it's a contradiction. I care a lot about people, mm. but I don't care like what people think, right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. I care a lot about people, but I don't care about what people mm. think. Like I don't. I smile in your face. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Uh, right? I don't care because you have to be stuck on your own vision, man. Yeah. And I tell people that I care about youth. I care about the community. I care about us. But as far as how I conduct my business yeah. and the things, I, I don't care about what you think. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care. I, if you like it, man, I love that you like it. I'm yeah. happy that I inspired you. But if you don't, bro, I don't care because I'm not here for you. Right? Exactly. And I think everybody should be like that. And that's what I understand. To make an impact, you got to be selfish, man. To, that's deep. Yeah, and I and I, you got to be selfish. I got to be selfish with my vision. I got to be selfish with my thoughts. I got to be selfish with my mindset yeah. to be flexible, but selfish, mm -hmm. so that I can make the impact that I know I want to make. Absolutely. So, and that's, that's a great sure. segue to the to close this out. Let's talk about one more time the details about She's Happy Foundation and how they can help you help the community because you care. But he don't care. <laughs> yeah, right, right, for sure. Uh, you can go to She's Happy Foundation, and uh, we we always need volunteers. Um, if you know any corporate sponsors for things, we definitely always looking to link up with more corporate sponsors. We've been writing checks for years, and we just want to write bigger checks and make a bigger impact in the community. 
So anytime we can get some AT&Ts and all of those people to kind of help us, mm -hmm. because my thing with the foundation is uh, no knock to no foundation, but if I text 999 to something, I don't know where that 999 going. Right. You know what I'm saying? That right. bothered me. So with the She's Happy Foundation, look, man, I'm good on my personal ventures on my money. Mm -hmm. Anything with the foundation is going directly back to the hood, Amen. directly back to who really needs it. So we, we're we trying to just connect with bigger corporate sponsors to do mm -hmm. this bigger and better on a nationwide level for sure. Excellent. Excellent. So if y'all know anyone that can support, the link's right there, she'shappyfoundation.org. So go ahead and check them out. So appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you for taking time. It's a busy day to come in. Next week, be sure to watch us at Thursday at 12 o'clock Central Standard Time. Until then, have a blessed one.